York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? It's Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here, giving you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to talk about Knicks win on Christmas because the Knicks beat the Bucks 129 to 122. RJ Barrett gives you 21 points, six rebounds, and one assist. Julius Randle gives you 24 points and nine rebounds, two assists. Hart and Stein gives you 11 and eight. Uh, Hart gives you 10 points and nine rebounds, quickly gives you 20 points, and Jalen Brunson, I call him Mr. 1A, he finishes the game with 38 big points and takes down the Bucks. It seems like to me that the Bucks are in trouble. They might need to make a trade and trade for a real first option in Jalen Brunson, but sorry, I'm not giving him up for anybody on that team. We are rolling with this Knicks win versus the Bucks on Christmas Day, and we're going to celebrate it, all right, because we did the thing. We did the thing. We beat them in the fast eight points, 23 to 12. Um, we outshot them. We held them to around 30% from three, and we came out with the victory, and we're going to talk about it all, the good, the bad, the ugly. But today, there is a lot of good. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this Nick of Time show, and enjoy us talking about this Knicks win with my girl, Mad Knicks, Ebony. What's going on, Ebony? Tell him Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Great gift for me. This, this win was definitely yes. a great gift for me. Big, big gifts. Big gifts for us, man. And shout out to the chat, too. I see you guys in the chat. Get to celebrate with us. Shout out to Alexander. Shout out to Roberto Rivera Jr. Shout out to the Gamer Channel. Uh, everybody else is rocking with the Knicks and the KOT show on Christmas. Let's get it, man. Uh, what do you want to start with? What do you want to start, Ebony? We can talk about all. Uh, we can talk about the real 1A and Jalen Brunson. We can talk about RJ Barrett's bounce back game. I I'm going to let you rock. Where do you want to start today? I want to start with teamwork. Uh, teamwork. Yeah, teamwork. Huh? Let's go. What yes, do you think about the um, teamwork you today? See, you see the difference? It's fun to watch, too. Oh, I see the difference. Yeah. I, see I, I know you see the difference. I've seen it. i seen it. <laughs> what you think Ask, about no, um, I, When we play like a team, I, I feel like we, we always have a chance. Like That's just me. Um, when we get everybody in multiple efforts, so we had six people in double figures today, right? Um, mm -hmm. that combats having to have 30 from two people. So if you can get constant effort from different people, it makes up that, that makes up for, uh, you know, for having to do it with one person. Um, my thing against Milwaukee and with prior that it wasn't our offense that was really lacking so much. It was our defense, our effort. Yes. And mm -hmm. I love the effort and teamwork and, and like they were doing intentional passes to get each other open, not bail me out, but they were intentionally trying to get each other shots today. And um, just yeah. RJ setting the tone, had that killer look in his eyes from the get go. Um, so he might have been some some spaces. He might have not. Who knows? He he might have heard the the chatter. He, <laughs> but he was. <laughs> I'm he glad was, he heard it because he was playing bad, Ebony. I'm sorry, he was. He was yeah, nah, it was looking like a little regression. I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, but again, it's still early. So, uh, uh 
Oh, well, that's another thing I want to talk about. We we get we were bad. We're bad against Milwaukee and and Boston. We played them a lot and the, the Clippers. But we've been bad mm -hmm. against those type of teams for the last past couple of years, and we really haven't played such a big variety of 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 teams. Um, when uh, when you talk about playing the Kings, the Mavs, Orlando, we haven't seen right. any of those Pacers. Yeah. We haven't seen any of those type teams. So we really don't, we can't measure totally what we're about until we see those type of teams too. OKCs. We need to right. see how we match up against all those type of teams, not just the teams that we've been having problems with for years, you know? Um, so until, until I see that, I, I'm not going to get too high or too low, but soon come the time that, you know, I can't use that as an excuse anymore or, you know, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And there's things that these type of teams possess that we have to attack. And this is what I've seen today. But for, for me, what I saw was, like like you said, we last time we lost, we lost because we weren't getting anything from anyone outside of three people last game. It was Jalen Brunson. It was Julius Randle and some Dante DiVincenzo. Those were really our only three scores. Today, R.J. Barrett really got out the gate fast. Tom Thibodeau said something poignant before. He said, RJ will be fine if we start him if we start him out in transition and going. And I felt like we racked up a lot of assists um, in transition for RJ Barrett. And that's how we started going. And on top of that, our defense is what got us into transition in the first place. So those teams, so those two things actually go hand in hand. The defense got us in transition. R.J. Barrett was able to eat because we got in transition. And I feel like we got into a big lead because of that. To the point where the Bucs had to play perfectly to get back in the game. And by the time the Bucs were trying to get back into the game, all you got to do is go to old reliable Jalen Brunson to hold you off and cook Dame all night. And they really couldn't combat that. So we really punched them first. And it was our defense. And it was R.J. Barrett. Helping Jalen Brunson that helped us punch him first, and the Bucks never was really able to recover, and 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 that was the game. That was the ball game for our, for us right there. That was the Christmas ball game. We turned the tables on them today. Uh, we did what they did to us the last three games. Um, we allowed again Giannis to be Giannis. Go ahead, get go ahead and get your shots, your two point shots, Giannis. We allowed mm -hmm. Dame to be Dame, but we didn't allow him uh, him to kill us from the three. We constantly ran Dame off the three point line today. Yes. You know he had be you know floaters and things of that nature to get his points, but we ran him off the line. Like show us something else, Dame. Mm -hmm. And um, Middleton sprinkled in a little bit, so and so. But then we what what did Pat do? What did Beasley do? Who's killed us in all Nothing. the games we played? <laughs> um, you Nothing. know. Brooke Lopez scored, but he went two for six from uh, three. So our three-point defense, we shot – we didn't shoot better. Our defense was just better. You know, we shot better from the field. We shot like 54% or something from field goal. But um, yep. uh, from three, we're still 30%. So we're still shooting yep. against the, the team like we did prior, but we still won. Why? Because Milwaukee cannot guard anybody on that perimeter. Mm -hmm. They, they can't. If you look down their box scores of the, the amount of points they're giving up to backcourts, it is like, geez, everybody going on. They make it everybody mm -hmm. look like all-stars from that position. So if you can stop them and they can't return the favor, and again, offense hasn't been really been our problem, getting points. So if we can stop teams, get our defense back into that 
higher echelon that we, we're known to be, I, again, we can contend with anybody. I agree. I agree. And I'm I'm a I'm gonna hark back on that that defense once again. Um the defense versus Giannis Antetokounmpo, specifically in the first half, was amazing to me. Uh I think he went one for four in the first half. Um there was a combination of things. Julius Randle really locked him up in the first half. Really good job. Really good job. And surprisingly, 15 minutes of Taj Gibson also did a great job. They really did a really good Giannis has two moves that he spams, and Taj read those perfectly. Right? In transition, he'll he'll drive hard right, spin left, or drive hard left, spin right. So all you gotta do is back up, wait for the spin, and block the block the shot or trip the ball. And Taj did that a couple of times. He did a really good job. Randall, the same thing, did a really good job defensively in Giannis in that first half. The second half, you know, they started to spam the pick and roll between Giannis and Dame, and we didn't fare well, but it was too late by then. It was way too late that by then. Yeah, and secondly, yes. secondly, secondly, Beasley, the first two games, that we played, Beasley was uh, was open in the corners almost every, almost all game the last two games. He had 19 points the last game, all because of Brunson over helping and having to recover in the corner. Uh, and the second game, I don't know, in the first game, I don't know how much he points he had, but he went off in that game as well. He only, he had zero points, Ebony. Zero points. So the Knicks did a much better job not allowing him to get off, not allowing him to shoot. The ball didn't even get to see him. The defensive scheme today was was night and day, and Nick, the Knicks executed, and that's a big reason why we came away with the win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely want to talk about Taj a little bit um, because, you know, I'm I'm in them Twitter streets, <laughs> and um, they, the timeline and spaces, they haven't really been very kind. You know, it's been rough, uh, rough after that Milwaukee game. It, for me, I don't think it's n- enough to be panic-wise. What you're asking for that position, you're not going to ask much from that position. What you're asking from that position, Taj is perfect at. He's going to get your shooters wide open because he sets amazing screens. He's going to move the ball. He's going to move himself, so he's always a threat. And he's a very cerebral player. So, like you said, Giannis has takes. And when you're a defender and you watch tape and you you pick up people's tendencies, you know, you you see it. I don't have to be more athletic than you if I know what you're going to do. I just beat you to the spot. And that's the kind of uh, play that Taj gives. It's just very cerebral, just very uh, consistent. Like You could depend on him. And some days it's going to look like his age. And, and a lot of days it's going to look like today, I believe. Um, just where he can get quickly looks the way he was getting him. Because um, he was setting some great screens for quickly. Yeah. I listen. I agree and I disagree. I mean, I, I got I, listen. I love Taj. I love my man, old man River, but he's sixty-seven years old, like the back of his jersey, <laughs> and it's not even really his age. It's the height differential. Like he did a great job today. Don't get me wrong. Um, don't not get me wrong. But there's even certain places where it's like you know the height. The height sh- shows through. Mm-hmm. Like the, the end of the game where Taj is trying to box out. Brooke Lopez and Lopez taps the rebound back to Dame and the game gets fouled at the three point line. It, <laughs> I was like, oh man, at that point, I'm like, man, I wish we had an actual tall center. I'm just missing those situations <laughs> or Hartenstein has to, has to not be in foul trouble so he can be in the game. But like in those situations, I'm just like, I, I need somebody taller. 
I, I, <laughs> I appreciate Taj though. He today, I'm, it's not the game to really harp on it because mm-hmm. he did a good job today. But yeah. I, I, we, I don't like power forwards playing center. <laughs> I, I think Taj would be okay, especially with the amount of people who are undersized in their position. And and if even if they don't, most people just trying to be big guards when you think about it anyway, because they want to shoot outside and, and mm-hmm. mid-ranges and fadeaways. So um, at some teams, there's people on their team that the only person you can, that can stop them is them. So, you know, you're going to come across those teams. But when we do, I think Taj can do a decent enough job to, to get us by in those minutes, you know. Um, right. And especially when Sims comes back, it's just reinforcement. Then maybe it's a, like the guard situation. You just play who's 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 doing the most impact. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Hopefully you can hold for it till Sims comes back. And I'm going to shoot Sims. Sims needs help, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sims needs yeah. help, too, because respectfully, Sims has been being he's been cooked. He's been cooked as a starting center. So we might have to reevaluate the starting center situation. Altogether, maybe we start Hartenstein instead of Sims. Have Sims come off the bench? I don't know because he's been getting cooked by these starting centers in the NBA. Uh, we we have some things to look at, mm-hmm. personally. But Definitely. but I still want to talk about the good things that happened because there was a lot, a lot of good, and um, I want to get back more on R.J. Barrett and what he did and what we said on this program a few times, and we've been saying this since last year before Ebony got here. To me, R.J. Barrett is the missing piece. It's even more so this year than that, than last year, because when I look at Jalen Brunson and R.J. and Julius Randle, like I feel like both of those guys have gotten better this year. I feel like both of those guys are have improved from last year to this year. Randle offensively, to me, is so much stronger last year than this year, where he's just super reliable where he's just he's overpowering power forwards now like when randall goes to that spin move hook shot over his left shoulder i don't think he's missed that hook shot all i don't think he's missed that shot all season like i wish i had the i wish i had the percentages for that shot in particular and i, I feel like he's like 30 for 30 like straight <laughs> up <laughs> 30 for 30 and brunson has improved his three point shot that wing position, that other score, that other reliable piece is what we're missing to take out these top teams, um, really, at, on top of the three-point shooting for me. And when RJ gave us that little punch in the beginning, it kind of proved it. And it's like we didn't even need that much from him after that game, after that first two quarters, because then you go right back to Randall, who's reliable. You go right back to Jalen Brunson, who's reliable. And we had enough tank to finish. So like this this game is a good kind of litmus test and a kind of uh, a game to really test that theory that that wing position is what we really need uh, to step up. And once he stepped up, we got the win today. Uh, I, I'm I'm a little you know I don't like to do the I told you so's and it's still too too early to really do those. But you know because I was I was tempted I was tempted to do it though uh, because again teamwork makes it a, a big difference and and then when you get e- it's easier shots also you, they couldn't do much doubling today like and, and, and even Randall's game was pretty it it was impactful but it was very quiet like he just he didn't force it he just okay you need me now okay here I right. am okay you need me now again 
Okay, here I right. am. <laughs> and, right. and, and and that's what I need. And I'm 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 loving that he's understanding that right now. And um and it seems that, that they're they're getting a better handle on yes, I can score anytime I want to. Now let's get other people buckets. So when they do need me, I'm here and they can't double me while why I am here. Um he's bullied, he's bullied the mess out of Giannis today. Oh, man. It was crazy. He was he was he was in it in his uh his savage bag today because it was just straight bully ball on both ends. He was physical on both ends, and I love this effort on defense and, and like you mentioned, his defense on 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 Giannis. Um, so yeah, again, for me, consistency, teamwork, and effort. We get that consistently. We, we in every game. I promise. Yeah. Because it's just we got too many pieces. Too many. We they just gotta click. Defense and effort. Even the way we defended the post, Ebony. Yes. Uh, we really defended the post well. There's times where you see Giannis try to go one-on-one. You'll see a swipe from RJ. You'll see a swipe from Kai Q with Dante mm-hmm. and disrupt their rhythm. Same thing with, with um, Bobby Portis, who didn't give us nothing to, give them nothing today. Bobby had 19 points last game. He tried to post up, and you saw a lot of Knicks come in there and swipe yeah. at the ball. So, like, we're, we're missing the size, but our game defense is really helping us stop these bucks. And it's helped. It's that effort, like you said. It looked like we just wanted it more. We were out-rebounding them. We yeah. out-rebounding I don't know how many – I don't know how we finished the game. With I think the it was 44 count. to, like, 41 rebounds. Let me – I'll check. Yeah. yeah. But I know that the, the last quarter was scary. <laughs> the last yeah. quarter was scary. I that, feel like it was. Got the rebounds in the last quarter. <laughs> It definitely was. It, it was 44, Milwaukee 44, um, the Knicks 41 rebounds. But, yeah, definitely. That's mm. what I mean. We can't beat ourselves and we can't – we have to stay focused all game. You know, um, little stuff like maybe uh, Brunson – we don't want to nitpick, but we're just saying little stuff like that could can possibly change the, the momentum in playoff situations. So you don't want to practice bad habits. Right. Um, that, that That's just it. We just don't want to practice bad habits. Um. Brinson did a great job moving the ball, I thought, today. Good, a good job. Just keep not forcing it, him, you know, picking his shots very well. Um, right. And I thought that that at the last end, I think he missed, uh, missed a Randall mismatch. I think yeah. Randall had – I forgot who he had on Dame or something. It was uh, Conning yeah. to somebody. It was a smaller person on him. And it was like a minute left or maybe even less than a minute left. You know, in a playoff situation, the stuff like that and the offensive foul on a three-on-one break, things like that can change a whole game. And uh, yeah. when things when things uh, get a lot more tight on defense and your, your points become a lot more hard to get, you know. So we just – just but I, I love that. I love what I saw. At least, you know, they're improving on things that, that they, they're – it looks like they're watching film and self-aware of what, what is going on, you know. Um. Yeah. I love it. We I love again that we didn't allow anybody else to join the party. That's what I mean by you can have the stars, but it, let them go off. Let them be mm-hmm. stars. A couple of people can't be the team when a team is playing like a team. Now, now if we're trying to go trade buckets back and forth to with the Milwaukee Bucks, that's an L every time. Exactly. You got to play defense at a certain point. And we did that today. Play defense. We pushed the ball. We we beat them in transition. We beat them. We beat them in a lot of areas that they're naturally good at. Yes. Like we got to the line more than them. No. They're the team that gets to the line more than anybody in the NBA. We got to the line more than them. 
Uh, we got some more transition offense to them. They're the they're the teams who were tops the league in transition offense. Yes. Um, and we shared the ball. <laughs> like we did a lot of things right today. We have to template this. I know we like to talk about Tom Thibodeau templates. We need to template this and bring these attributes to these other top teams like the Celtics and the Timberwolves so we can beat them. Because now we have a blueprint to beat them. We need to we need to duplicate that. We need to get RJ out in transition and get him warmed up. We need to pass the ball, and we need to really gain defense on these guys who like to post uh, or take somebody one-on-one and execute and rotate crisply and not leave those corner threes open. We didn't leave corner threes open until the fourth quarter. To the fourth quarter. And it almost bit us in the butt, but at least they were out of rhythm at that time. They wasn't taking quarter quarter corner threes all game and then hitting them. You know what I mean? So Knicks did a great job, and we came out that way. <laughs> Facts. We, we definitely did a, a good job. Look, I mentioned Lopez, two for six from three. Dane, four for 13. Mm. Dane, four for 13 from four three. Four for 13. Four <laughs> for 13. <laughs> Dane, come on, man. Like, I saw RJ out there making them hit, forcing them into tough shots from three. I saw our Knicks really playing some D, really making them put the game yeah. of the ball on the floor. I'm sorry, go they, ahead. Go ahead. Ray. They had I mean, active hands. Facts. No, get excited. You know, I like that side of the ball. Uh, we had. <laughs> We had active hands, you know. We mm-hmm. had we would play play uh, played a very smart game. You know, I always talk about how we're not the best cerebral team, but we played a very very smart game today. And um, I, I'm liking that I see Thibodeau is trying not to put everybody in the same box when I'm talking about defensively, and it seems like he's a uh, scouting for individuals now. You get what I'm saying? Not just putting everybody mm-hmm. a, 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 a same system that he uses against everybody, no matter what but he's actually making game plans specifically for certain players or how they want to play and things like that. Maybe come out his norm a little bit. And right. It, it looked and good I, today. It looked good today. Even with like the bench points, right? Like there wasn't a lot of bench points, but quickly came in and he gave us 20. He was 32. Lifted, he was yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had 32 bench points, 32 bench points. So shout out to the bench points, uh, 32 bench points for these Knicks. But then to end the game, he went with quickly Brunson, and I like I like when they put Brunson off ball sometimes. Like let him catch his breath, um, let let him be the three point corner threat this time, and let quickly run the run the show for a minute, and they go back to Brunson when it's time to close the game. So so I like that, and uh, and kudos to Thompson. I want quickly to have the ball in his hand sometimes, even though I want him to pass the ball more because he's been having one assist, two assist games for like the past two weeks. <laughs> Contract here. Yeah, come, listen, contract contract year. Listen, I was thinking the same thing, Ebony. Contract year. Oh, you give me less minutes too? Because last year I was averaging around 28 minutes um, a game. Now I'm averaging, what, 24? I'm going off the top of my head. 24 minutes, contract year? Nah, I'm putting them up. I'm getting my money. Yeah, so yes. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking it yeah. all right now. I like I like IQ. You know, I'm a, a big kid, all the fan of all the kids, you know, um, but – well, IQ, especially because I've seen him grow. He keeps everything we've asked him to do. He, he's learned it and is doing it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But with, with the Knicks, if we going to, I'm, you know, Queen is saying that we don't need a star, another star. I don't think just uh, we have the, pu- the the puzzle. We just need a piece, not the piece. And we, we need to find all the puzzle pieces, you know. I think we just need a little piece. And it doesn't even have to be a trade. It could just be somebody's leap. Um, we need consistency. So just somebody who does a lot with less 
because you're not going to get a lot of touches. Like Malik Beasley normally does to us. Whenever mm -hmm. he gets a shot, it seems like he never misses. No matter when he takes it, he cannot take a shot for three, four minutes. But when he takes it, it always seems like it goes in. You know, whenever he gets his shot, he he makes it count. And look, look, look at quickly. Uh, where where we at? I forgot his his um his uh stats. He his quickly, he was uh, he twenty points, twenty two minutes, seven for ten for mm -hmm. the field goal. Two for four from a three, four for four from the free throw line, and one turnover. Granted, he only had one assist, one turnover, one assist. And um, he had the highest plus minus today. Mm-hmm. What's going on? A lot of big shots. A lot of yes, big and shots. Yes, and that's what I was about to say. He definitely, <laughs> he definitely hit a, a lot of a lot of big shots. And uh multiple people did. A couple of us went on streaks by ourselves just to bridge the game. Like you know, mm -hmm. RJ. Then, then, then Brunson handled a little bit. Then Hart came in with his six or eight point straight. He had about six eight point straight in that third quarter. Um, right. Yeah. So, so then he bridged it to IQ, who went on his own mini run. He had about eight points, hit two back to back three pointers, and then hit a tough layup afterwards. I'm not. So you know, um, it, he gave his contribution, and then Brunson Randall take it home. That's how it's supposed to be. That that's is that's that's. You make the game simpler that way too, and it takes a lot of pressure off of the Brunsons and the Randys and RJs. Absolutely, because you know IQ hasn't really had a good game versus the Bucks in a long time, so this was a really good game to see IQ kind of go off and get his touches as well. So I I enjoyed it all. And, I, and I will say, go ahead, go ahead. I was about to say, and this also helps the fact that Dante didn't do much this game. So well on offense. So yeah. like like you know we, we they're like okay they carry him we got multiple efforts that they they helped out when he struggled offensively so this is what having the team does that's what it's supposed to be that's, that's exactly what it's supposed to be now now Ebony you know this we agree on a lot Ebony like a lot the one thing we might not agree on is do we need another piece in here is the one thing that we might not all see eye to eye on because. This is the RJ I really want to see. Um, I would like, minus the the bad the bad pass that led into an offensive foul. For me, for us to get over the hump, unlike Becky Hammond, I do feel like we have enough star power to get there. But I think we need complementary pieces where we know what we're going to get from night to night and. RJ, I really want him to be that piece. Really want him. But he's been so inconsistent where I don't know what I'm going to get from him. Is he going to be shooting one for 10? Or is he going to be shooting, you know, nine for 14? Like, if I can rely, if I can rely on him to go to the hole, give you nine for 14 and two threes a night and solid defense and give you 20 points. And I know that's what I'm gonna get. I'll be happy. I'll be happy, but I'm just not sure what he's gonna what he's gonna give us. And I'm not saying ship him out, and I'm not saying keep him. I'm saying I'm on the fence. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm on the fence because uh, I, I I can see where it can go if he develops into the player that we need him to be. And I saw what he did in the playoffs, and that gave me hope. But I need to see consistency because we need we need reliable. We need we need him to be reliable for us to go to the next level. 
because now we, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, Randall's gonna give me this, and he's been giving to us. He's been giving us that for twelve points for twelve yeah. games. Brandon's gonna give me this. RJ, what are you giving me? Because Middleton is giving the Bucks that third guy, right? And we need RJ to be giving be giving us that Middleton role. Yes, I I agree with everything you're saying. You know, again, uh, I'll probably be able to better be like, yes, definitely, yeah, we need another piece. Uh, after again, we start playing some the different good teams. Um, you know, we got OKC coming up. We got a couple of teams that we haven't played just yet, so I need to see that. Um, but again, I, I think I thought RJ had it figured out, um, from FIBA and things of that nature, the migraine issue or whatever it was, um, he kind of trying to get his rhythm back or his legs back. It seems, I'm not sure. I'm not trying, but it, to me, it was his, his uh, decision-making, like you can be off, but you were shooting less threes when you were hitting more. You was only taking right. about six when you was, when you was hitting at a high clip. Now you're not hitting, you're taking nine, like. Just, just that's the only thing with RJ. If you affect the game from other places, and and I see that's what he tried to do today. You see him on the offensive boards. You see him mm-hmm. playing defense. He just tried to affect the game in, in different ways. In case his offense wasn't a part, you know, up to par today, right. still did other things. So if, again, I don't know because it's so up and down. He did have a good patch. He had a bad patch. He, he, he you know, so very un- inconsistent. And I, I need to see this All Star. January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, you know, in this area here is very crucial to me, for me as a viewer, just to right. see about these, these um different teams. And then I can say, but I, I think our peace comes from within. I think somebody takes a leap I, and, and, and it's I consistently. So. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. The, way, the I reason think why it, like Knicks fans are looking at DeJounte oh. because RJ is not, you know, he's not been yeah. what he's supposed to be. I like DeJounte, but to me that trade makes no sense either because you're going to get another small guard and you're going to put him next to another small guard. And granted, DeJounte Murray is better. We actually – I said, we spoke to a Hawks fan in the space, and he said that he's good, but he, he's better defending playing the one. He's better playing yeah. the one. He get, He's going to get – he gets cooked a lot of times by twos and especially the bigger twos. And that's the issue we haven't already. So what does he exactly plug in? You know, what is he changing for – and, and, and it's it's funny, Ebony, because I still didn't make my DeJounte video, and I want to. And I probably will when I get back home, when I have all my setups. But so I have all the stats and stuff for you guys. But that is that is the biggest issue still. And the thing that makes RJ for us, for our, RJ is bigger. RJ is a bigger guy. And defensively, the one thing I can say about RJ this year defensively is I haven't complained about him defensively all year. So that's the one thing I can give. So when I think about switching out RJ for DeJounte, I feel like it could possibly work, but not the way the team is currently constructed. Like, I feel like for that to work, you have to make two moves because like what because of what you said. Because he he can guard the one, and not and I feel like he can guard the one really well, Dejounte, and he can and he can guard the two okay. Mm-hmm. But once you but once you have him guarding the three, then that's not going to happen. So you have you get Dejounte here. Now you have what Devin Tenzo on Dejounte. That's a recipe for disaster. You know what I mean? 
So like it, it, his game, it, it, it doesn't it fit has, us. It doesn't. It doesn't naturally fit unless you make other moves. Is what I'm really saying. Mm. But mm, but this but this is this is what I'm saying. We we still we need more from RJ. We need this type of RJ game with less mistakes more often for us to get to the next level. Yeah, I, that's what I said. Uh, if we can get consistency, uh, that's it. Um, people think we need shiny pieces, and I don't think we need all the shiny pieces. I think we just need people to be consistent. That's it. Do your job. When you get open shot, hit your open shot. When you got the ball, don't try to turn it over. If you're rebounding, boxing out, it, it, I, I don't think our problem is huge. I think it's more of a cerebral problem and effort. So uh, we just we 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 picked the right better shots today and we hit them. Except for we still was terrible from the three, but we beat a good team. And why yeah. is that? Defense. Yeah, now, now I feel you. I feel like we need a little bit more playmaking um, outside of Brunson, and we need some three and D. And I feel like we'll be good. That's how I feel. That's how <laughs> I feel. Like it, funny enough, like you can get some playmaking from from um, Julius Randle, and even. Hartenstein is kind of remind me of like a little bit of Draymond Green, where you can get some playmaking from from Hartenstein and have Brunson run off a screen and hit a three because you know Brunson's shooting forty six percent from three. You know what I mean? So like we can we can even even probably use some pieces in creative ways we haven't used them so far this season and maybe make up the difference. But at the end of the day, I still feel like we need consistency from RJ. That, but hopefully that's loaded. You know I mean? I will always listen, you know, Jay. I always listen to it, uh, cause you you, you have to. But I, I think that our issue is within, to be honest, seriously. Mm-hmm. And if we we can fix it, it would look a lot like today, a lot more. All right, yeah, yeah. Let's see how that goes. Salute to the man. We got mad people in the chat on Christmas. Uh, shout out, yo, shout out to Travis B. Ryan. Shout out to uh, Knicks are nice. Shout out to Knicks Nation one twelve. Shout out to Music Man. Shout out to Alexander. Shout out to Fritz Best Mind the Game, who's running the show because I'm not home in my mama house and my sister house while they're making up the food. Shout out nice. to B Willis. Shout out to Picks for Timmy, uh, who've been rocking with us. Shout out to, to Gamer Channel. Shout out to Marshall L, who's, who, who's RJ standing right now saying, You ain't seen nothing yet, yet, Jay Ellis. I hope you're right, Marshall. I hope you're right because if RJ Barrett turns it around, I'll be the biggest cheater for sure. I'm, I'm the biggest cheater for anybody in Nick's uniform. Who who is going to uh, turn up? Even if you prove me wrong, I didn't even want. I was hesitant to have Divincenzo in the starting lineup. He's done great, so I'm happy that he's in the starting lineup right now. Uh, and I'm rooting for the guy. I'm rooting for anybody in the orange group. So shout out, shout out. No narratives over here. It's wins over narratives over here in, in the KOT show. All right. Real game game over basketball over my take. You know, uh, game <laughs> exactly. of basketball over my take. Uh, make that great again. Um. Make it great again. <laughs> I have a lot of takes. I have a lot of takes. I've been right a lot of times. I've been wrong a lot of times. I'm wrong. Um, if I'm wrong and we're winning, that's the best type of wrong to be. So shout out yes. to <laughs> I, t- I say it all the time. I hope Julius Randle proves me wrong. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Um, and, and he has been. But he hasn't really proved me wrong. I just thought he couldn't do it, you know, that he wouldn't want to play this unselfish style of basketball. Not that he couldn't play or he sucked. That just his willingness to play the way he's playing right now wouldn't happen, and it, exactly. it's happening right now. So I exactly. appreciate that. I wanted Julius Randle going two years ago. I wanted him going two years ago, and now I'm glad he's on the team. <laughs> now I'm glad he's on the team, and he showed me something over this last week. Like I said, he's, he looks like he's gotten better than me. 
and I'm happy. I'm happy what he's done. I'm happy. I'm happy the way he's performing right now. I'm still holding that same kill, even kill. I can't get too happy, too high, because then he'd be like, "I'm back, Ev. I'm back. I don't <laughs> want him to be back. I don't want him to be back." <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it calm for Julius. Just, I'll say what I he do, you. but I ain't gonna get too overly, you know. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> chat, and I don't have the gunshots right now, but uh. Shout out to uh, Roberto Rivera Jr. sends a five super chat. He says Merry Nixmas to the whole KOT Hive. I appreciate you. Uh, it was shout out to my guy. Hold on, man. Hold on a second. Shout out to my guy Ryan G. Shout out to my guy Ryan G. Who Ryan. was on 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 Dexter's show and why I got game. If you haven't seen it, check that out. And I'm gonna just say shout out to him because Ryan G has been rocking with KOT and us since this inception. Since it was me, Ryan G, Kathy, and and S and Sean, and a lot of people, you know, when I was doing other things, they was like, you know, hang up KOT and just you know be over there. And a, a lot of reasons why I do not want to do that because there's people who've been rocking with me who's who's been rocking with me for that long. And I want to see them get some something out of it too. And it was good to see after the, the years of the pushing to see my, my my guy get onto like a situation where he's in the studio with Dexter and and he's able to get some highlight. And it, it meant a lot to me to see him um get there and get some light. Cause he's been rocking with us for a while. Thanks. So the most level-headed person I know on in, in, on the sport, uh, Twitter, YouTube, you know, very level-headed takes. Exactly, extremely level-headed takes. He's usually the one, but like, nah, I'm, I would never do that. Say <laughs> <laughs> it with his chest. I was like, I oh, know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Calm down. I'm calm down. So shout out to my guy Ryan G, uh, who represented for the KLT show, and shout out to my guy Lee Escobedo. Lee. Yeah, Lee. That's how Julius ran all the squad. <laughs> shout out to the <laughs> uh, who's been a, a welcome addition. And shout out to Ebony, uh, XNO, D1 college, ex college Hooper, who's been a great addition to the show as well, who always preaches team ball and is very knowledgeable of the game. And if you like the show, hit the like and subscribe. Um, we're going to end it right now. But I just, I just want to appreciate. I got bro picks. Nice, man. What do you say? I got oh, bro picks. Oh, my, bad, my bad, my bad. And Anna Ryan G, I had to make sure I had some bruh picks. Yes, my bad. I don't have the <laughs> bruh button today. I'm sorry because I'm, I'm not in my usual setup. Bruh. But I'm like, that was bruh. it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so I got we have bruh picks today. So for you guys who don't know, bruh picks are usually the worst plays of the game. And not just the worst plays of the game. It doesn't have to be an actual play. It could be something that happened in, an, in another game. Or it could be something bad or stupid that happened in the world today that you still want to touch on. That's what we usually call bruh picks. So, uh, Ebony, go ahead. Go off, Queen. What is, what's your bruh picks for today? First of all, I get into, into uh, the bruh picks. I just want to say, uh, Merry Christmas. Again, happy holidays to everybody. And I, I enjoy uh, joining the KOT fam, and I appreciate all the love. Uh, so, yeah, let me uh, get to these bruh picks real quick. I got a bruh pick from Milwaukee and their coach thinking that a rookie, Trace Jackson, am I right, Junior, that's his name? Yo! With whole Jalen Brunson? So, bruh, what? Bruh for that. 
<laughs> I was wondering what's going on there too. And this this is part of the reason why when people say Brunson is not a one A, I I always push I'm, I'm pushing back. He cooked taller dudes because people just think, oh, he's six feet. We'll just put a tall guy on him, and that'll be enough. You're yeah. not gonna he cooks tall guys who are all NBA defensive guys. He was cooking Vanderbilt last week. You're not gonna put a rookie on him and yeah. expect him to slow him down. It's just not gonna happen. He's gonna play with his mentor all day. All day footwork on a on Hall of Fame, and you got this rookie on me. <laughs> yeah, bruh, 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 and all that. For real, got, for real. Get him out of here. Sorry. I got, I got another, I got another bruh pick. The Milwaukee fans crying about the calls when the third quarter the, the free throw call disparity was like 22 to like 11 or something of that nature. They had they started calling to make it, you know, look more even at the end. But what are y'all serious? The amount of crime that uh, Giannis and, and, and Lopez what? get away and Portis, them some oh, bruisers. Oh, they, they don't play defense without touching somebody. Pause. Nobody. Nah, that's a fact. I'm about to pick. Man, I'm going to look up the stat right now. Because if you guys don't know, and shout out to Ebony, who uh, did a, a Bucks-Knicks breakdown like about a week ago. We're going to have more of those. It's just been a weird week. Yes. Um, the Bucks lead the league in foul shots per game, and a lot of those shots they get are like ticky tack fouls. Yes, so they definitely should not be complaining at all. And they were complaining loud that. too, Jay. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. And I, I, I thought I had hold another on. one. Hold on, oh, hold on, wait, hold on. Here we go. Wait, I got the I got the stats right now. Wait. Okay. Number okay, the Milwaukee Bucks are number three in three throws attempted a game at twenty six point seven. Only teams who eclipse them are the can I can Orlando I guess Magic and, and, and the Lakers, the seventy sixers. Oh wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, okay, I can see that. And beat a foul merchant. No, the beat is a foul merchant. He's the worst. I, I can definitely. The, see the Knicks are number six. The Knicks are number six. Okay, uh, we just. That's pretty good, actually, because we didn't. No, nah, we out. get to the line. We're like number we three and four, five, and personal fouls drawn. Well, we started out slow in that regard. We didn't start off in the season getting out of the line. So I looked up, and now we're top six. So mm-hmm. That's what's up. I'll, I'll take it. Big Sir said, can you get PJ Tucker? Hey, hey. Depending on the price, I wouldn't mind if you're still playing PJ Tucker defense, you know? Um, no, nah, I was, yo, low key, Serge, I was thinking that. I was thinking that because. P.J. Tucker is not really being utilized over there with the Clippers. Uh, I still feel like you can get some defense out of him. And he, he's 3 and D. He's a, and he's a bruiser power forward. He's like a real power forward. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But for mm-hmm. us to get P.J. Tucker um, and get and have him play – because, like, he can play that OB role the way Tom Thibodeau intended, right? Yeah. Because Tom Thibodeau wanted OB to be a 3 and D guy. Um, and he was – that's why he was sticking OB in the, in the corner. Yes. That's actually P.J. Tucker's game. Game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I think that would work, and he would be able to guard somebody like Bobby Portis one-on-one. The thing is we would have to – we would have to still um, consolidate our team. Yeah. And he's very annoying on defense. You know, you see the KD clips and things of that nature. You know, he's just going to try to make you uncomfortable. Um, right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I, again, it would depend on what we have to do to get him. 
I think he, 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 have a, he, he should be able to have the he can be having cheap, I think, because he's not in rotation with Clippers. So I feel like the the and he's getting the DMPs right now. He might take Taj minutes, and that's I feel like he might be better, you know, for the real bruises powerful. So I I, I like that. I like it personally. Yeah, because me to me, PJ and Taj about the same, you know, same kind of player. Uh, PJ might say better three pointer shooter, but that whole effort and heart and just I'm in your face constantly. So whoever whoever gonna make this team win, you know, whoever's gonna yeah, make nah. this team win. And I got one more bruh pick for the for the Christmas. One more bruh pick for Christmas. Oh, somebody said Finney Smith too. But yeah, no, we mentioned Finney Finley Smith on this program a few times, yeah. um, especially after the, the the Brooklyn game. I definitely want uh, Finley Smith here, and he's another guy who he gonna be know, more expensive. Brooklyn, he might yeah he might be more expensive. He might be more expensive. Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. You, you just don't know what Brooklyn. You don't know what Brooklyn. But I feel like he he is the most gettable out of the long three and D wings that are available. But that's not saying much because <laughs> you know what I mean. Because that's not saying much. But that might be the most realistic, even yeah. though it's still not a guarantee. I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Pick. I'm good, bro. Pick last one. I know we you probably gotta go. Uh, Milwaukee, that Milwaukee press attempt. There you go. The Milwaukee that last t- uh, press uh, attempt they did when they almost gave up the layup and they had to foul RJ to not give up the layup, and they were yeah. trying to press the ball to foul in the, in a uh, in the backcourt. You know, remember mm-hmm. that play? like the last play or so of the game. They tried to press us. To get get a foul. First, they tried to trap Brunson. You know how you trap and then foul and then say, okay, I can't get the ball. I foul. They mm-hmm. tried to trap Brunson and let him go basically up the line. It was a terrible press attempt. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It ended up being easy. Yep. That's a bro. Yeah, they got to get That's their defense together. Or don't, or don't. I don't want you to. Yeah, they don't need all that. They don't need everything. They don't need everything and defense. And defense looking like Boston because that's kind of what they had. They have the offense and they have the defense. That's a fact. That's a fact. All good, bros. All good, bros. I'll take it. (laughs) Bros hit more when I have the sound effects. I know. You get the idea. (laughs) I was going to talk about Becky, but yeah. I already told. Well, you could, if you want to go ahead, no, nah, I, I, I feel, I feel, you know, Becky got, uh, you know, I've covered the Liberty, and she's been having New York players in her mouth pause way, way too, way too much. You know, it was disrespect to Sabrina, it was disrespect to Stewie, you know, it's just way, and then, then now Jalen Brunson, and people was like, it's her opinion, she right. Only time will tell if she's right. That is it. Jalen Brunson is still playing basketball. How could she be right? He is still have a career. She can't be right until his career is over. Because then you could say he never took his team somewhere. Or if he did, you get what I'm saying? Like, and to me, it was also the fact of the matter with her. It was that it wasn't basketball. It wasn't basketball talk why she said Jalen Brunson could not be that guy. It was just that she's too small. Not, Not any basketball takes, not. Yeah, he doesn't get his teammates involved a little bit. He does. He his defense could get better. Like then we can speak because that's basketball conversation. She just said he was too small, and and people who saying, well, she's saying facts and mixed in history. No, she mixed in a little bit of history with a lot of her opinion. Like like let's not let's not confuse the two. 
she says some she said a little bit fact about the history and how Steph and Outlier, we're using a new word to prove narratives now. Outlier. Right. Don't tell me, don't talk to me about no outlier. I'm not using that word. I don't know. I, I just heard it too. I've been around basketball my whole life and I just heard it like a week, uh, two days ago. Go outlier. Another word, a fancier word outlier. to push yeah. narratives. Outlier. Outlier. Yep. Oh, see, I'm saying it wrong. That's how yeah, you know outlier. I never heard of him. Before. I was like, Outlier. I thought you were talking about a player for a second. I was like, who's Outlier? What, what's TV play for? Outlier. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't say. You know, I'll be messing up some words. It's okay. Call it the Epster Dictionary. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, Man. I had a whole. Do I want to address it now? I have a whole freaking nine minute soliloquy. Great. I see on that. Be on Becky Hammond. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to see, you check it out. But like you said, Ebony, there's basketball reasons why me, Dallas, feels like Brunson can be a 1A. And whether you get whether we get a chip or Brunson to me isn't about him not being a 1A. It's about what type of team we build. That's 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 how I see it. Because mm -hmm. if you look at Steph Curry, you go, okay, why is Steph Curry outlier, right? Steph Curry is an outlier because he's one of the best three-point shooting guards in the NBA. Um, and he has amazing stamina. And he can also finish around the basket a while. Like, like Quietus is kept, right? But the thing, if Steph Curry doesn't have Draymond Green to pass him the ball and have him run around like a, a like a madman, he he can't be Steph Curry and he can't win the chip. Uh and also, if they don't have other three-point shooters around Steph Curry to prevent him from being doubled or to alleviate some pressure, he does not win the chip. So when I'm looking at Jalen Brunson, who is the top three-point shooter in the league right at this moment today, shooting 46% from three, and also one of those guys who cooks people in the paint religiously, um, one of the best mid-range point guards in the league, to me, those two skills combined, on top of the fact that he can cook taller players routinely where 6'5", 6'6", makes me believe that if you put the right plays around him, guys who can get him the ball and have him play off ball, and also guys who can hit threes and alleviate pressure, I feel like if you put those plays around him, we can win the chip as well. But it's not. it doesn't mean he's not a 1A guy. It just means he didn't have the right team around him. That's the way I see it. And the way I look at basketball, I was upset with the conversation because nobody wins it by themselves, you know? You have players who come through with you when you need baskets, but they still need somebody else to help score, defend with them, the things of that nature. So, um, yeah, the 1A, 2A, 2B is crazy because uh, it's just crazy. It's a team sport one, and, and it's just a, a nutty a nutty uh, conversation, and that piece was crazy, especially coming from a 5-6 guard herself, and you do it on national TV. And granted, again, you could it could have been, I believe, it could have been, but he can get better. I don't know. It was so final, her statements. Like, she knew how his career would end. And it seemed like she was projecting on her career Absolutely. because she's a small guard who didn't win a championship. Um, Absolutely. Let's normalize not projecting our shortcomings on other people. And, and let's let them show us what they're about. So if somebody, every time you tell them they can't, they do, let, 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 let's wait and see what he does. That's exactly. That's exactly why my favorite song, one of my favorite Jay Z songs, the motivation to me is them telling them what I could not be, because people always put limitations on themselves and think that's you. But brother, I am not you. Fact. I am not you. Like I can do things 
that you cannot. And you first of all, you got to have the vision to do it. And then you have mm -hmm. to have a follow through and execution. If you have those two things, you can do both. So I, I'm glad Jillian Brunson is one of those guys who's yeah. like, I'm not you. <laughs> and he's proving it right now. He's cooking the bucks right now. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Time will tell. Time will mm -hmm. tell. Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for people that they were trying to say call it sensitive, I didn't care if it was on ESPN. That could have been on BT. It's just the fact I'm a short baller myself. I, I, I've always been small. You hear the doubt. Height does not equal talent. That does not equal talent. It, it was times that people bigger than me, and they, I'm out rebounding them on the regular because all uh, basketball is IQ, heart, and how much you love the game, how much you want more than the other person. Uh, so you, you get with fundamentals like Brunson has. His combination is very deadly. And, again, like we mentioned over and over, the, the fact that a 6'2 point guard sees a bigger person on him and the first thing he thinks is, let me put him in the post. Exactly. <laughs> let, let exactly. Me, let me put him in the post. And us as spectators, like, yo, he got this. You know, I ain't worried about it. Yeah, he's not worried about it. He's he not worried about it. Like, and, and and that's the thing. Usually, usually small guards can't win chips, usually for a few reasons sometimes. It's usually because they get trapped and they put bigger players on him and they can't score. They're not as effective when bigger players are on them or when they get trapped at the top of the key. Those are usually why bigger, uh, small players can't win championships because they usually get worn down in size, with, with size. But Brunson doesn't get worn down with size. No. Which is, um, why, I, which is why I don't think uh, that applies to him. So I, I it is what it is. It is let let it is. him I'm show. If, if, if we wrong, yeah. we wrong. But let him show we wrong. You already written, wrote Rid him off. Wrote him off. Told him. Nah, I, and, think, and, and, I, I know what, I'm right. I'm sorry. I know I'm right. And, 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 you got to be the right team. <laughs> what is the message you send into future ballers? If you're a short baller, don't waste your time. Like, what message are you sending as an, another basketball player to say those type of things to me? I couldn't understand. Yeah, out in the open, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand, and I'm pretty sure you heard those same words, and not because of your game. It wasn't because Becky couldn't play defense. It wasn't none of that. You get what I'm saying? It was because yeah. she was too small. You know that that was it. That's why you bad because you're too small. That's nutty. That's that's absolutely nutty to me. I agree. I agree. And all right, and we'll end the show on that. But shout out to everybody in the chat. If you like the show, hit that like and subscribe. We're here talking Knicks basketball after every game, and also um. We're gonna bring Nick Tattoo has been on pause. It's gonna be on pause for a second. But if you still want to play Nick Tattoo, we bring it back. Let me know. Hit us, hit us up in the email, in the chat, or, or comments or whatever. We're gonna bring Nick Tattoo back for you guys. All right. But shout out to the shout out to the uh, everybody in the show, and hope you enjoy. We'll be back next game. When is the next game? Um, not some, I don't know. I'll be fib. Don't get me to fib, and I'm gonna check. Um, I want to say because I see I see you, Nick's nice. He trying to choose violence today, and I ain't want to. I was just like, let me, it's Christmas, so I'm I'm not gonna choose violence. I didn't see him say Mitch clog up the paint. I I saw that I saw that, uh, and I saw I saw wait wait he just he just put uh he trying to choose violence. I know I saw. It. <laughs> oh, we got the OKC Thunder on on uh, on uh, on Wednesday. Okay. Uh -oh. oh, that's gonna be a good game. That's another game I want to see. I that's can't find man, that. I wish you had Mitch this game, man. Ah, I wish you had Mitch this game. Yeah. I definitely I would chat in them. I definitely, um, definitely would. It's a super facts, chat. Facts, facts, facts. Oh, yeah. Right, yo. Uh, it's a super chat question. 
We missed the super chat. You got super chat? Yeah, we had one. Uh, I see it's a uh, Gene Mark. Shout out to Gene Mark. Oh Appreciate my bad, Gene. It, it says, okay. "Hi, Jay Ellis. What adjustments do you think the Knicks make in this in this game?" Uh, I'm guessing he means made, not make. Um, okay. Shout out to Gene Mark. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier. The uh, the biggest thing is that I noticed off the bat is the transition. We we were more. The, the, the defense and the transition were the two biggest things that I've noticed differently from this game to the last games. Um, we we first stopped the Bucks. Um, we didn't help out as much. Beasley had 20 points in the last game. We didn't leave him open in the corner. He only had two shots to this game. And it allowed us to kind of play, uh, concentrate more on Dane Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo and stop them um, and go on breaks and have R.J. Barrett actually score a lot in transition. Um, so I feel like those were really our biggest uh, emphasis today, man. Uh, our three-point defense was better, staying mm -hmm. home. Our fighting over screens, as Ebony said earlier, on Dane to not allow him to get off these deep threes as often and getting out in transition and getting a lot of easy baskets. And now we didn't have to rely just on Randall and Jalen Brunson to score. We had other guys who were able to score as well. And we had quickly and RJ. We had four different guys who scored 20 points today. That's not usually how we play. And but because we played that way, we actually got the. I don't know if you're gonna add anything to that. Now you basically spewed it all out just right there. Uh, yeah, three point defense was key. Our effort was key. My teamwork was key. Um, we we didn't allow the other. We didn't allow flow for them offensively. They had no flow. It was a lot of your turn, my turn, and I'm cool with that. Uh. Because mm -hmm. as you see, Beasley zero points, Connaughton two or three. So yes, definitely you three people, and especially if you have six people in double figures, it's not. It's a, most times that's not going to work or win. Um, so if you can't play defense in this league, you that that's it. That's it. Um, everybody else that's can it. score. That's it. But everybody else can score. But if you if you defend a little bit, they things change. Um, you start getting into people's heads, frustrating them, things of that nature. I think we did that. I think we we made things uncomfortable the way we chased Dane right off that three point line. Mm hmm. And we need to continue to do that because we we face a lot of other teams who can hit the three. So we need to continue to do that and, and play solid defense and and start to rack up some wins against those like the Celtics. Man, they whew, we need to we need to keep continue to do that. All right. But that was the show. Thank you guys for watching. Um. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back for the Knicks versus OKC. Another tough, tough West Coast team. Hopefully come out that dub. All right. So, uh, Ebony, man, let them know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me every post game when when, when my uh, my old, getting older self is not, not passed out. But you can catch me, <laughs> you can catch me every every post game here. Uh, pre games on, on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at Your Take Knicks. Uh, you know, here and there we do. I cover Liberty basketball, bowling with the Queens on X also. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about Oh, Instagram, but I still don't know how to use it yet. So, so but I'm near. I'm near, y'all. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. I'm near. Right, I'm going to get it together soon. That's all right, man. This is one step at a time. You did. That's, that's, that's all that matters. All right. You follow us on the KOT show on Twitter, the Nick of Time show on Instagram, and the Nick of Time show on Facebook as well. Also, 
Supreme. I, I call Dexter. I call him the the Arsenio Hall of the Knicks content space. All right. If you guys in old school guys know Arsenio Hall, he's the guys who gives people the, the up and comers the first look when everybody else is not really trying to give everybody else a look. Uh, he recognizes doing good. He's like, you know, what? I'm gonna highlight this person. I'm gonna highlight this person. He's been doing that with a lot of Knicks content creators out there, uh, like uh, Morning Brew and other guys who are who are doing great work but not getting the views. So shout out to to Dexter who is uh, doing great work getting a lot of Knicks content creators a look that other people as well. So always, always go to SNY and and uh, NY Post. And blow up all of Dexter's views, right. all of Dexter's views, and tell him I sent you. All right, a very good guy, definitely. I enjoyed speaking to him when he came on the show. Uh, appreciate what he's realest, doing for for fellow content creators. One of the realest, one of the realest dudes in this space, like genuine. So shout out to Dexter for sure. All right, but that is the show. Thank you guys for watching. Um, yeah, we out here, man. Peace. Enjoy your holidays. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams.